So the big question was posed, how much money should I spend on my next herd sire? Is there any kind of a formula that goes with it? We're going to try to tackle that one. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. And a big thank you goes out to our partners, and this is quite a lineup that we have here on the Ranch It Up Radio Show. First and foremost, Ranch Channel. Check out ranchchannel.com. Bull sale information, all you need about that bull sale, located at one convenient location head to ranchchannel.com clear springs cattle company and the bread for balance sale we've got updates from travis that we will have later on in the program wassum red angus their sale is coming up right around the corner prairie hills gelvy their sale is coming up right around the corner stockman's livestock exchange the american gelvy association imogene ingredients and pharmatan have you headed to pharmatan.com yet have you checked it out Keep scours out of your calves this spring. Head to PharmatanUSA.com. Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Allied Genetic Resources, and Allied Feeding Partners. We're going to hear from Marty in just a little bit. We've got some questions for him. LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com. RFD TV, a big thank you goes out to Wrangler and this Fine radio station. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. We're going to dive right into this cattle battle for today. Since we are in bull sales season, and if your place is like mine, you are just getting a pile, a pile of bull sale catalogs that are coming to the mailbox this time of year. I love this time of year. Everybody knows that. One of our listeners, Royce, reached out specifically for... Marty Rop with Allied Genetic Resources discussing buying bulls. Is there a formula for buying bulls? Basically paraphrased is pick Marty's brain and does he have a formula per se of how to calculate how much I should spend on my bull battery this year? I think a very intriguing question. I I think that's a good question too, and I I really don't even want I I don't even want to approach it. Um, you know, just to be frank, there's you know these old kind of old metrics where they said you know it's five feeder calves, or it's four feeder calves, or it's or whatever that is. I don't. I mean, I think I know what bulls are going to cost. Um, you know, we really use the, the auction system as is part of what you know people have always used to help set the value of bulls but um i i don't i've asked that question in front of big groups at cattlemen's meetings you know with 300 people in the room and i never get a good answer i never get an answer from someone that says this is you know financially this is a smart way to price your bulls uh or to to uh, to budget for your bulls i can tell you that you know, the bulls that are from higher reputation operations that offer more genetic value, those bulls are, are fairly priced or underpriced. And um, the ones that aren't, who knows what they come with. So do you think that perceived value is a big X factor in that potential question mark equation? It's giant. 
perceived value is giant. Um, and it's, you know, I, I tell this story, but I, I've, I've been to places where the Bulls averaged $10,000 and people were standing in line giddy with their checkbooks out waiting to pay for their Bulls. And I've been to other Bull sales where the Bulls brought $4,000 and they were, they were arguing over the fact they thought they didn't bid the last $50 on that Bull. And it's all, it, it's all about what did they expect to pay that day and what is the perceived value of the Bulls that they purchased. And I think that that's a tough question. And, and, you know, I appreciate this listener reaching out and just kind of wanting to pick your brain a little bit. And I, I can absolutely appreciate that. But to try to whittle that down, I agree with you that there's so many different factors that go into that, that it, it, it's almost Im- impossible to be able to come up with any type of a basic formula of, well, this is kind of kind of what we use or this is what we follow because, I mean, that's pure enterprises in and of itself. I mean, what do you think? Where do you need to be? Or how bad do you feel, bless you, how bad do you feel that you need that particular genetic package in your herd? And what do you think is the future perceived value of said genetic package? Right, and, and it's the same way with bred heifers or bred cows. And people are like, what's a bred heifer worth? And uh, I said, I don't know. Depends on, I mean, there's lots and lots of factors of what a bread heifer's worth. And yet, you know, in within 300 miles, some bread heifers will bring $3,500 and some will bring $1,900. And, um, you know, the 35s might be, I mean, they might be cheap and the 19s might be high, depending on what they purchased and, you know, the long-term ramifications of purchasing females. But there, I, I just don't feel like there's a solid pricing mechanism or a economic analysis that came out of lots of data. This is what bulls are worth based on their, uh, based on their data. We know that some bulls, um, you know, based on genetic evaluation, some bulls are worth, they put 20 to $75 per calf into the genetic evaluation when they do some, you know, when they, when they take into account all the economic factors. And so if you, you know, if you assume that a bull is going to produce somewhere between 50 and a, and a few over a hundred calves in their life, that difference is, has been quantified by someone. Uh, but, um, you know, people ask that question all the time. I, I, I can tell you what bulls, I can do a pretty nice job of telling you what bulls are going to bring. Can't always tell you exactly what they're worth. So then uh, with what you said, you can do a pretty good job of telling us what bulls are going to bring. Uh, what is uh, what are you thinking here now that we're moving into bull sale season? Uh, do you think we're going to be topping averages from last year? I would say that av- I, I would expect the averages to be similar or higher than last year. But I think also, and one thing that we noticed last year, the difference between um, the higher value, the higher quality bulls from the higher reputation outfits uh, began to differentiate itself from the average and the below average bulls in the offerings. Um, in other words, a lot of places that I went to, there was no, the, the average might've been 6,000, but very, very few bulls brought 6,000. Gotcha. They either brought, they either brought a thousand or 2,000 more than that, or brought a thousand or 2,000 less than that, um, based on the perception of, you know, was this a, uh, was this an elite, you know, kind of a bull that people absolutely wanted to have and they would raise their hand until they got him, or is this a, more of a commodity bull? And, uh, that's a. That, that's a trend that we've seen in the last couple of years, and again, uh, based on operation to operation and not just within a single sale. 
are you finding that with uh, your allied genetic resources customers, those those guys that are offering more data, those guys that are in the, the right choice program that are trying to help provide as much information to help me decide what that perceived value is, are you seeing that their averages are going up and, and that they're consistent, not where there's a bell ringer that we sold for an incredible amount of money and that pushes our average up, but it's it's just a real nice, steady, consistent average? Yes, and the with the folks that are using right mate too, the the uh, the middle bulls and the bulls below average in the sale are so much closer to the ones at the top uh, that we end up with a lot more consistent price point, assuming that you know the buyer base is there to to, to spend that money. Uh, and then service, I mean, I, we consider some of the other things like the ability to sort with right choice tools and those things. That's a service, and uh, those outfits that offer more service, whether it's things like that better warranty, uh, opportunities to market feeder cattle, um, you know, great delivery options, all those things. And the other, the other half of the equation, one half is genetics, the other half is service. And um, even right down to the fact that they're based on the reputation of the uh, operation you purchase your genetics from, it, it changes the value of your feeder cattle uh, because the purchase, people that are purchasing those feeder cattle recognize that brand recognize that value and they're willing to bid a few more times on them because of that. So Royce, I hope that answers your question. I know Marty and I really kind of dove down the rabbit hole with that one, but that is a very subjective type of a question. And it's all, as we talked about, based on perception. And Marty, yes, I agree with you. And especially of what I've been seeing so far, averages this year of the bull sales are awfully darn good. But what a person is willing to spend is all based on their perception and their operation. Now, coming up, we have more questions for some of our producers here on the Ranch It Up radio show. And you can always fire those questions our direction, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text me at 707-726-2420. We'll get the crews back here on the show and we'll answer them for you. So we've got that coming up after the break. Keep it tuned right here to the Ranch It Up radio show. Premium Simmental and Simangus Genetics from Clear Springs Cattle Company. Annual Bread for Balance Sale February 9th in Starbuck, Minnesota. Selling 130 bulls, 60 females, an elite donor, and five fabulous heifers. Travis Wolf here with Clear Springs Cattle Company. Bulls carry a three-year breeding soundness warranty and cost-share trucking is available on all cattle. If you're in the market for profitable beef genetics that can move your herd in the right direction, check out breadforbalance.com and be sure to join us in Starbuck. The quick, fast, easy, all-in-one location to look at bull sales. Head to ranchchannel.com. Check it out on your phone, ranchchannel.com. All the information on one page at your fingertips, videos, catalogs, everything, ranchchannel.com. Cattle market reports to various news stories. The Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. Check us out at tsln.com. Subscriptions or advertising, call Tracy Hawk at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. 
getting ready to purchase new herd sires, are you? Yes. Shopping for powerful Red Angus genetics? Mm-hmm. Join Wassum Red Angus Thursday, February 15th in Richardson, North Dakota. Selling 60 bulls, 20 registered open heifers, and 110 commercial open heifers. Bid and buy online at dvauction.com and check out wassumredangus.com for more info. February 15th in Richardson, North Dakota, it's Wassum Red Angus producing Red Angus cattle that are powerful, profitable, and practical. More questions to answer. This one goes out to Prairie Hills, Gelvy, and Clint Sickler. Clint, a listener, wanted to know about the PHG difference, the Prairie Hills, Gelvy difference. He was cruising your sale book and had some questions about it. So one of the things that we've really started putting a, a big emphasis on here is the DNA components of our herd and, and taking it just to the next step. Um, we've started an effort here in the last couple of years where we've started now DNA testing every one of these mama cows that we have running around here. And then when it comes time to put together this offering for the sale, we go through, we DNA test every one of the bulls, obviously, for coat color and for their homopold status. At the same time, we do the full genomic workup on these animals. But the, the thing I think that really kind of sets us apart is that Every one of these bulls going through this sale has been sire and dam verified. So you know exactly what it is that you're getting. There's no surprises that pop up after the fact that, you know, we said it was X, but it turns out he's actually out of Y or, you know, cows that have switched calves, things like that. So it's, it's a little bit of assurance that we offer to the customers that we've gone the extra level to make sure that the product that we're putting in front of you is actually what we're representing it to be. At the same time, we turn around, we do free delivery within the state of North Dakota, but any customer that spends over $10,000, we do nationwide delivery for free on those animals. And then if you're outside of the 300 mile area of North Dakota, we've started a, a pretty strong network of truckers that we work with that I can feel pretty confidently in saying that we can get an animal from this sale anywhere in the continental United States for well, probably under or within $500. And the guarantee that we put on that is that if you buy a bull and the cost goes over $500, we pay whatever that extra amount is to get him shipped over to you. As long as the customer is willing to work with us and, and meet trucks and go to central points of delivery, I think it's something that really helps to take that barrier out of buying a bull out of the state of North Dakota, thinking that it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to get them transported to you. Sale information for Prairie Hills Gelvy available on ranchchannel.com. You can go to prairiehillsgelvy.com and, of course, bid and buy online if you're not able to attend their sale on DV Auction. Chris Wassum with Wassum Red Angus. Hey, Chris, give us an update on your videos and uh, catalog, please. With this weather we've had, it's pushed some of the DV Auction guys back from coming out and doing videos so we're kind of on the struggle bus with that which is just the way it is so as soon as we get uh get those done we'll get them up on dv auction and also our website at wassomredangus.com so the sale book will be available on on the website and it should be posted up on dv auction as well same situation here crew for wassom red angus just head to ranchchannel.com all of their information updated on dv auction and then wassom red angus wassom spelled w-a-s-e-m 
Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. The Arizona House Committee on Land, Agriculture, and Rural Affairs voted in favor of House Bill 2244, which would make it illegal to label a product that is not derived from livestock or poultry as meat. Representatives said that the FDA's labeling requirements for cultivated meat are not enough to prevent consumer confusion. A second Arizona House bill was set to be discussed, but Representative Marshall withdrew the measure from consideration while he works on amendments. That bill would institute a total ban on production and sale of cultivated meat in the state. House Bill 2244 will now be brought before the entire House for approval. In other news, still talking fake meat, although animal proteins cultivated outside the animal itself are far from being readily available to consumers, players in the animal egg industry are looking at the horizon and see potential threat to the decades of investment in improved livestock genetics. Michael Gonda, a livestock genetics professor from South Dakota State University, said in an interview with Ag Week that what can potentially happen is cultivated meat companies can isolate cell lines from animals, which they then will use to grow their lab-grown meat products and basically piggyback on all of the work that these seed stock producers have done. As yet, no mechanism has been drawn up for compensating producers for the investment in their genetic lines. He went on to say that all companies need is a handful of animals to collect these cell lines from and so there is not a lot of protections there for the producers. Todd Wilkinson, president of National Cattlemen's Beef Association and cattle producer from Desmet, South Dakota, said it's probably two, three, four years down the road, but the rules need to be made now because if we wait that long, we are already going to be behind. Glad to see you're back, by the way, Beck. You kind of had almost a little mini vacation there for a while that you got out of coming on the Ranch It Up radio show. We need to talk about this a little bit because a lot of people moving into the midst of calving season, and that is the weather. Now, we're going through some nicer stuff now, unseasonably nice where we're at. Well, exactly. Unseasonably nice. And I think everyone that's ranching, getting ready to calve, whatnot, is smiling because of it. They're okay with this. And I'm looking at the drought monitor map as we speak. There's areas of Louisiana, Mississippi, um, New Mexico that are in dire straits of moisture. But I know that there is a big part of the country that has been fighting this winter weather when it comes to tornadoes or floods or excessive snow or something like that. So give us a shout with those updates. Dates at 707-726-2420. That's 707-RANCH-20. Let us know how it's going on out there in cow country. We'll be back with more of the show after this. Why not give Gelbvie and Balancer Bulls a try this year? Raise replacement females with added fertility, increased longevity, and greater productivity. Get increased performance, improve feed efficiency, and increase the carcass merit. Maximize crossbreeding with Gelbvie and Balancer. Crew, the countdown is on to the Prairie Hills Gelvy annual bull sale Saturday, February 10th at the ranch north of Dickinson, North Dakota. Gelvy Balancer and Red Angus Bulls. Clint Sickler with Prairie Hills Gelvy. I think, uh, you know, in particular, we kind of excel is mainly going into a commercial program. We're a really good cross if you're looking at adding some kind of a maternal benefit. Bid and buy online at dvauction.com. Catalog and videos available at prairiehillsgelvy.com and ranchchannel.com. Prairie Hills Gelvy, February 10th, north of Dickinson, North Dakota. 
Cryptosporidium coccidiosis scours. Do I have your attention now? Don't let scours affect you this calving season by feeding Pharma Tan from Imogene ingredients. But you gotta get it into your cows now. I've been saying it a lot. Head to PharmaTanUSA.com. At Allied Genetic Resources, it's all about commercial customer success. We see that charge, we understand that charge, and we're gonna use all the tools we can to get there. To maximize heterosis, purchase your next herd sire from an Allied Genetic Resources partner. Just head to AlliedGeneticResources.com. The best way to raise beef, Westway Feed Products. Increase your forage utilization. They're efficient, they're convenient. For more information, contact a dealer near you by going to WestwayFeed.com or calling 800-800-7517. The best way to raise beef, Westway Feed Products. Welcome back to the Ranch It Up radio show. Kirk Donsbach has got the weekend off, so we're going to move right into bull sale averages. Since Marty and I were talking about it, listen to some of these. I've got just a few of them for you that I'm going to pass along. Starting out in Manhattan, Montana, home of Churchill Cattle Company, which, by the way, all of these averages are updated and listed on ranchchannel.com. You can go to ranchitupshow.com. We've got that information there as well. Very convenient and easy for you all. Okay, Churchill Cattle Company, 109 Hereford bulls averaged 95.57. Did you hear that? Heading to Oshkosh, Nebraska, Van Newkirk Herefords. Here's what we've got. 74 yearling Hereford bulls averaged 11,189 on the two-year-old bulls. There was 168 of those two-year-old Hereford bulls at Van Newkirk's, 12,560. Then on the commercial heifers, this is one that I've watched awful close, is these commercial females, bred females, 238 commercial heifers averaged 2386. Now on to Ashland, Kansas, home of Gartner Angus Ranch, had their early bird, they call it their early bird bull sale. 85 older Angus bulls averaged 9458. The yearling Angus bulls, there was 221 of them, they averaged 8287. Their commercial bred heifers, 168 commercial bred heifers, came in and averaged 26.52. That's for Gartner Angus Ranch. Now, moving on to the Cow Camp Ranch, talking Simmental and Sim Angus genetics in Lost Springs, Kansas. 181 bulls averaged 68.74. 29 open heifers, 3,500 bucks is what they averaged. 18 pairs averaged 36.80. And then 48 bred cows averaged. 3222. Again, more information, just head to ranchchannel.com and check out ranchitupshow.com. Breeding season is just around the corner. Do you know what type of genetics do you need to move your cow herd forward? It's Shay here, and on my latest episode of Casual Cattle Conversations, Kieran and Brandt offers practical tips to help cattle producers determine what types of bulls to be looking at buying this year. I think a lot of times, you know, we're we're, we're human beings and we can be biased a little bit by outside information. I think a lot of times we can learn a little bit more and have a little better game plan before we ever start thinking about what sales we're going to or things like that by just reflecting a little bit and having an honest conversation with ourselves and and taking a really close look at, at what went well, what maybe didn't go so hot and things that we'd really like to 
like to improve within the cow herd from a, you know, from a labor management standpoint, from, from really every segment. I mean, whether that's calving, which, you know, as you mentioned, will be going on a little bit heavier, especially across those seed stock operations. But um, also in the last year, the calf crop, you know, was the, because at that point, you know, most of the calves will be weaned. We'll have a pretty decent idea if they're in a backgrounding phase or in a, you know, in a development lot, you're going to have a little bit better idea of what maybe their, their post weaning growth potential is. And um, just kind of taking a, a good, hard, honest look, looking back at the feed bills from the last year and and seeing, you know, is this, is this something that's manageable? You know, we're in an era of rapidly increasing input costs all the time. And I don't see that really steadying out anytime soon. And, um, you know, just kind of getting an, a good, honest pulse of where the cow herd is at and maybe things that we would like to improve and make a little easier or things that went great. And we, we, we love it and we want to replicate it one more time. Get the full details by listening to Casual Cattle Conversations wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Happy ranching, folks. Hey, Tigger. It's Travis Wolf with the Bread for Balance Sale and Clear Springs Cattle Company. The videos for our sale coming up on February 9th are online at TV Auction. So go check them out. You can visit breadforbalance.com for all the information you need about the sale. There's the link to the catalog and the videos, as well as a sortable spreadsheet with all the data on the sale cattle. Look forward to seeing you February 9th in Starbucks, Minnesota. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. Before we say fare thee well, I want to give a quick tip of the hat to all of you returning from NCBA, the trade show and convention that went on in Orlando. It was great seeing you all and catching up, and we're already looking forward to next year. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours. Uh, First, those of you that reached out with questions for our producers, we appreciate it. Thanks to Marty Ropp with Allied Genetic Resources, Chris Wassum with Wassum Red Angus, Travis Wolf with the Clear Springs Cattle Company in the Bread for Balance. Sale, Clint Sickler with Prairie Hills Gelby, Shea Keister Warner with Casual Cattle Conversations, Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated, although he had the, the weekend off, this week off, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, and of course to you, the boss lady, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck. A big thank you to our partners, RanchChannel.com, Clear Springs Cattle Company, and the Bread for Balance Sale, Wassum Red Angus. Prairie Hills Galvey, Stockman's Livestock Exchange, the American Galvey Association, Imogene Ingredients, Pharmatan, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Allied Genetic Resources, Allied Feeding Partners, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, Wrangler, and this fine radio station. And crew, so glad you all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We have updates there uh, many times throughout the day, actually. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and you can text us 24-7 at 707-726-2420. That's 707-RANCH20. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger and Beck approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. 